You're listening to Simple Roots Radio, and today we're understanding why calories don't matter and what does. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Schirm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Sherr. Welcome back to this podcast. I'm your host, Alexa. And as always, I just wanted to remind you that this show is dedicated to simplifying your health, allowing you to live with more purpose, more joy, and ultimately achieve the lasting health you've been looking for. To bridge the gap between doing it all and doing nothing into a happy medium that is realistic and attainable for you. And today, that's what we're getting, realistic. Because at the end of the day, if it's not realistic and it's not fun and exciting for us, more than likely we won't continue to do it. And if we wanna achieve lasting health, then we have to find something that works. So we're gonna dive into that today, specifically looking at calories, but really it's gonna go so much more in depth than just calories because at the end of the day, calories is just a measure. And what we're looking for is a whole life change to really nourish our body. And last week on the show, we had an expert, Robin, on who talked all about vibrational frequencies. I thought it was probably one of my favorite podcasts in the health spectrum, simply because it makes so much sense. However, on the other hand, I totally understand this idea that vibrational frequencies, especially of food and of the body and how they work together to heal, can sound really woo-woo. So... I wanted to do a follow-up podcast to that show with Robin, which you must go back and listen to it. It was episode number 60. We dove into this concept of vibrational frequency. And like I said, today we're going to get a little bit deeper in that and specifically help you understand why at the end of the day, calories don't matter as much as we think they do and what really does and the grand scheme of really working to nourish your body. So stay tuned because we're going to dig into what vibrational frequencies are, why calorie counting doesn't work, and then 10 ways to increase your vibrational frequency for healing and lasting health. So that's what we're going to get to. But before we get there, I just wanted to remind you that if you want to stay up to date on the latest podcast releases, I would really suggest that you subscribe to my show. To subscribe to my show, just head on over to iTunes or just go to the show notes at simplerootswellness.com slash 061 and hit subscribe. It really is that simple and it's honestly one of the best ways for you to be the first to hear the latest releases of the podcast. They'll just pop up in iTunes or wherever you're listening and so you can have it right on your phone for any time you want to listen. Also, while you're there, if you would take one minute to rate and review the show, it means the world to me. I know I say it all the time, but at the end of the day, this is how other people are more likely to find this show, Simple Roots Radio, and really expand the health knowledge, helping us to create a tribe that's really in this together. Okay, what is vibrational frequency? Vibrational frequency is simply physics, which states that all matter in life is just energy. Yes, all matter is energy, and all matter is bound together by an energy field. We're talking atoms, protons, neutrons, you know, like the real nitty-gritty science stuff. So we are all made up of literally nothing more than vibrating energy. I know it sounds crazy, but bear with me. So humans are made of cells, which are made of atoms, which are made of particles, and those so-called particles 
are actually just vibrating energy. So everything in life, not just us, but everything in life, including you, vibrates with energy. At the simplest form, that's what we are, is energy. The higher the energy, the higher the frequency. And what we need to know about energy is the higher the energy, the higher the frequency. The lower the energy, the lower the frequency. And this energy that we're made up connects us to all living things, including our spirituality. So essentially, our frequency is bouncing off other people's frequency because the law of vibration is that it attracts. It's probably sounding more and more crazy, but promise, bear with me. So the law of energy is that everything is energy, and given everything is energy, energy vibrates, and vibrations, again, attract. To keep it simple, and an apology to all the science buffs out there, the combination of speed, height, power, smoothness, and regularity is called a vibration. And a vibration is the resulting patterns of all the variables. Given this, there are endless numbers of vibrations. Bear with me, this will all make sense. Knowing this, knowing that there are endless patterns of vibrations, we, ha- we can then understand, which is point number one, that everything has its own unique vibrational fingerprint. So you are vibrationally unique from everyone else around you. And this is foundational because it's important to know that there is not a one-size-fits-all approach, including calories. Hence why... No calorie tracking app, and there's thousands out there, will work simply because we all have our own frequency, we all have our own vibration, we are all unique. And that's what's called the vibration fingerprint. So when we talk about what vibrations do in the body, because this gets even more in depth and even more information that we need to know, one point one again, is that we're all vibrationally unique. We all have a unique vibrational fingerprint. We were born of one, and that vibrational fingerprint was born within us. Like, we were born at our purest, healthiest state. And now, as we live life, the vibrations attract and are magnetized, and how we live, our environment, our thoughts, exposures, attitudes, and beliefs all have an effect on our vibrational frequency, either for the good or for the bad. Knowing this, we must also take note that energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be manifested from one thing to another thing. And the idea is not to give away all your energy or not to get rid of all your energy or replace all of your energy, but rather to fill yourself with energy. What we know about health, and I'll explain this more in just a second, is that higher frequencies or higher energy levels equates to better health. (laughs) And that is where we want, right? So when we talk about health, we can understand that everything vibrates with an energy, everything. From what we eat, yes, even the processed dead foods, to what we put on our skin, what we breathe, even again, the emotions and thoughts that we have, as well as the relationships we are in, are having an energetic consequence or a vibrational frequency on our body. The higher the energy, the higher the frequency, and the healthier you are. Given the fact that scientists now recognize that countless vibrations radiating at various frequencies control the molecules in the body. Take note. So the frequencies, what we know in science today is that various frequencies control the molecules in our body. And Dr. McCollin McClare, who's a bioscientist at Oxford University, actually discovered that the frequencies of vibrating energy are approximately 100 times more efficient in sending information within your biological system than physical signals such as hormones, neurotransmitters, and other gross factors. So 100 times more potent than all of those hormones that we've talked about is actually a vibrating frequency. 
So the second thing that is of utmost importance to know about vibrational frequencies is that the lower the frequency is this principle called resonance. And that states that the lower frequency will always rise to meet the higher one. So as you might have guessed, when you use the principle of resonance, you can accelerate the speed at which your molecules vibrate. As you might have guessed, when you use the principle of resonance, you can accelerate the speed at which your molecules vibrate by simply increasing those substances which have a higher vibrational frequency. So to break this down a little bit further, I know we're getting really scientific, but bear with me. It's going to make sense, I promise. Scientific research has shown that different parts of our bodies have their own sonic signature. So again, we have our own vibrational fingerprint, but as do different organ systems of our body. In other words, the sound of your cells of your heart differs from the sound of cells in your lungs. When parts of the body become stressed or diseased, they are no longer producing the correct sound waves. In other words, they are not vibrating at their prime optimal resonant frequency. So in order to reestablish that or recalibrate your frequency to really step back into health, you need to understand how lower and higher vibrations affect your energy and health. And that's why this podcast is really, really important. So basically, in all that, scientists can now tell us the rate at which a vibration and functioning of our major organs and systems within us affect our health. They tell us when we have the flu, the rate of vibration in our body actually lowers from optimum and high rate to a lower rate. When you have pneumonia, it goes even lower. And when you have cancer, the rate of vibration is very low. However, on the other hand, a lot of scientists can't exactly tell us why this is happening other than when we go back to the law of resonance, which states that the lower frequencies will always rise to meet the higher ones. So that means the more we interact and the more that we surround ourselves with things of lower frequencies or the more thoughts that we have of lower frequencies, the lower our natural or our equilibrium is going to drop to meet that. So we have to be clear on that. The more we surround ourselves with negativity and poor things and um, lower frequency things, and the less we're exposed to those things of higher frequency, those things that are really energizing to our body, we can then see that disease starts to come into the play. So if we're going to measure things in hertz, like they have measured like a genius brain frequency, a regular brain frequency, the frequency of the human body, which is 62 to 78 microhertz. They have even gone as far as measuring a range for each organ system and also where disease starts. And they know that disease starts at 58 microhertz. Colds and flus start at 57 to 68 microhertz. Candida overgrowth starts at 55 Epstein-Barr at 52, receptive to cancer, you start beginning receptive to cancer at 42, and death begins at 25. So basically, low vibration means a dampened energy field and a disconnection to other things, including people and ourselves, ultimately leading to sickness and disease. Again, the lower our vibrational frequency goes, the more disease we see. So is vibrational frequency as simple as how we feel energetically? Some would say yes, like how we feel energetically on the inside reflects how we appear on the outside. So the more energized you feel, probably the higher the vibrational frequency you have. It's all a sense of movement, right? Think about kids, right? When they have an abundant amount of energy and you think, where is this all coming from? Their vibrational frequency is an optimum functioning form. However, adults, I feel like all the time, one of the number one symptoms, even in my own health struggle, is a lack of energy. I feel like that's one of the first things to to decrease, and that's how we know that we're really moving away from this optimum functioning down into a lower functioning state once we start feeling that drop in energy. So how we feel is probably a direct relation to our actual vibrational frequency and what we're surrounding ourselves with. 
Like I said, given we are energy and we inter- and what we interact with is just a transfer of energy, we can see everything coming into contact with us is interfering in a positive or a negative way with our own personal frequency. So just think about the food that we eat, the air we breathe, even the relationships we are in. How we go about our day, even our thoughts and emotions are affecting our vibrational frequency, which is affecting our overall health. And this is the point that I think that we've missed so much and nutrition and exercise and and this philosophy of weight loss is that we try to segment out these things, but at the end of the day, you could be eating the best diet in all the world and you could be exercising, but yet you still aren't seeing that change because we have so many other variables in our life that are affecting our health in a negative way. All these other things that maybe have lower vibrational frequencies. You know, we have a stressful job. We have poor relationships. Our our finances are are not doing well. And all of that stuff, the mental, the emotional battle that we face is really decreasing our frequency, again, putting us in a state of health. So while you can try to fight it on one end with just diet and exercise alone without taking into account all of these other components, which if we really dive into frequencies, higher than any food, higher than any exercise is actually the mental component, the emotional component. So we see some of the highest and lowest frequencies on the spectrum include emotions. So like the highest emotional frequency is actually gratitude. So the practice of gratitude is not just something that we should do, but it's actually a really healing thing for our body. It has a really high frequency. On the other hand, bitterness and envy are some of our our lower frequencies. So you can see that while you think you're doing everything right, on one hand, that's actually really positive, but on the other hand, it can be really detrimental. Now to take this even further, when we think about going on a diet or um, having to do something, right? We think, oh, I need to lose weight, and so I'm not gonna eat this and this and this, but all you want is this and this and that, and it really starts to take a negative toll, right, on your mind. You think, why is she lose all that weight? And you start getting into this negative pattern of envy and anger and frustration and this deprive and restrict cycle that we get ourselves in is a vicious one. And when we start attacking our emotional state, we also lower our vibrational frequency. And that lower emotional state, uh, it takes away from the higher vibrational frequency of the foods that we're actually eating. So there really is something to being positive about the food that we eat. And what I love about this so much is that it makes food enjoyable as it should be. Because even when you eat foods of lower frequency, if you have a better mindset about it, it will actually increase your frequency more than having a bad mindset about good food. Do you kind of see that connection that's going on? I mean, I feel like when I really started Um, understanding quantum biology without the woo-woo condemnation that it has, I really start to see like, yes, this all makes sense. It pulls every component of health together into one thing. And that's because it should be that way. It's a total body approach of nourishing ourselves, of nourishing our life, like your soul, your spirituality, your mindset, and even how you feed your body. But feeding your body is just one small piece of the puzzle. We have to pull it all together. So when we talk about the emotional concept, right, the emotional component, it's so hard to break down. But I want you to know that emotions and thoughts have an extremely big influence on us as well. And I've kind of talked about this. But think about it. Like, think about the day that you were so excited. Like, you had your baby or your wedding day or you won a big game. Whatever it was. Like, that feeling, that euphoria almost. Like, that 
almost you're so happy, like you're kind of having an out-of-body experience or whatever it is, maybe not even that, but you're just so elated. That is the feeling of your vibrational frequencies increasing. However, on the other hand, when you're having a bad day, it can literally make you feel sick, right? These vibrations, these emotional vibrations are going from higher and faster to lower and slower. So when you're laughing and having fun, your body vibrations are actually lighter. They're higher and faster. But when you're tired and sick, your vibrations are are heavier. They're slower and lower. So you know when you're feeling like in love and you feel energized and high, you're like walking on a cloud. Literally, you're lighter. That's because your emotions are adding voltage and power to your body. But when you're negative and you're depressed and you feel sluggish and you can't find anything to feel good about, your feelings are low and heavy. And your emotional vibrations are giving your body a slower, lower feel. And this actually isn't metaphorically speaking. I mean, we all get those feelings, right? When you're in depressed state, you're just sluggish. Your mind doesn't work very well. You have no energy. You don't want to be relational. You don't really want to do anything. And that's because your energy state has lowered so much. And that can be scientifically measured and hurts, actually. So just like junk food, our negative emotions can pollute our body, while positive emotions can nurture our body just like health food can which is all really, really fascinating stuff and why we need to take more time to really appreciate our purpose in life and what we're living for and just living with positivity and gratitude and all those things that we kind of talk about this time of the year, but like fluff off, right? Like we just think they're like fluffy, lovey-dovey kind of things and the real world hits and we got to work harder and faster and hustle more. But at the end of the day, that in the wrong mindset is really, really, really detrimental. And that's why when we talk about disease all along and we talk about some of the biggest components are just stressor components, right? They're just stress is really what triggers all this and sets it all into motion. Even when you're doing everything right, in the case of my illness, stress triggered that and bam, like here I was with a lower frequency. And as soon as you hit that lower frequency, our frequency is like a magnet. You start attracting that. It's harder to get out of that. So you have to work to rise your vibrational frequency, to raise your vibrational frequency, but knowing that it might be difficult at first, but once you raise it, you kind of set that magnetic point and that's where you'll often stay. So you can recalibrate or um, reach a better equilibrium. You can increase that, but it takes a little bit work to get there. And I'm gonna tell you how you can do that, like 10 ways to increase your frequency, um, including the food. But on the last episode, like we talked about with Robin in episode 60, she dove into um, frequency of food and she actually has a list of the 200 highest frequency foods. You guys gotta check that out and get into it. But you can know, right? Like we know what increases our frequency, real foods, living things. Like, of course, all of those are higher frequencies and the lower frequency foods are generally artificial foods. But go get that list. Go back to episode 60 and check that out. But I want to talk about calories because I told you this is about calories. So understanding those two principles that we have is that we're made of energy and that we all have a unique vibrational fingerprint. Those two things we really have to take note of because when we look at calories, calories is a measure of energy. So why are we saying they don't matter? Here's the deal. Uh, While a calorie is a simple measure of energy, the problem with this simple measure of energy is that it doesn't explain how it's transferred in the body. And that's what's important. It's not necessarily a measure or a unit of energy. It's how that energy is being transferred in the body. Remember, a lower frequency will automatically rise to meet a higher frequency and vice versa. And so when we see that, that we can see like, 
while a 100-calorie snack pack is the same thing as a 100-calorie banana, how they are or their quantum calorie is much different. How that energy is transferred in the body and used in the body is greatly different. And we know this, right? So a calorie alone doesn't explain what our body does with the energy. And that's why the quantum biologists are not just classifying are classifying a huge difference between a calorie or what's measured and put on the back of a food label versus a quantum calorie and what individually your body does with that calorie. And that is what we have to understand again is that the uniqueness of it. We all metabolize and break down and use these frequencies in different ways. So again, going back to food and vibrational frequencies, we can see that the higher the vibrational frequency of the food, changes how that calorie is transferred and used in the body. The lower the frequency, the less it's used. Not to mention, there are a number of other reasons why calorie counting doesn't work. I'm gonna get into a couple, like it's not sustainable. Like no one long-term can count calories. Yes, there are a thousand different apps, but it's tedious and it's restrictive and it's stressful. And again, the more stressful that is, the lower your vibrational frequency is, the lower you get your energy, the less energy you have to put back into counting calories. So it's just not sustainable. Uh, It also makes you believe the lies that the less calories you eat, the better off you are, which if we look at vibrational frequencies and you actually look at some of the foods on the vibrational frequency list, calories don't matter because some foods that have really high vibrational frequencies or have a lot of really good energy are also really high in what we know as calories. Now, on the other hand, we have some really low vibrational frequency foods that are really high in calories as well or really low in calories as well. I mean, it goes back and forth. And so when we look at the traditional way of counting calories, it often tends us to eat more packaged foods, right? Like we get stuck on calories and it's easy to measure calories when it has a food label on the back. You know, the packaging is smaller or whatever it is. So it often leads to more processed food where we're talking about actual energy in the body coming from more real food. The third thing is you can't really nail down how many calories you need because again, it's not necessarily a number of just calories, it's quantum calories, which is a measure of vibrational frequency. So there's a huge difference. Now someday will we be able to measure our quantum calorie count? Sure, probably at some point. However, it's all unique and so you would actually have to physically get that measured. For now, we have no idea, right? Like you can have idea, there are ways, but it costs a lot of money and you almost have to do it daily because that's how often your calorie count can change. Just think like a virus or a sickness or your frequency lowers, right? And you enter this disease state. Well, automatically when you're there, your body wants to maintain equilibrium. So your calorie count is going to increase. Um, So there's all these different things coming into play that it it really, really, really is nearly impossible to actually measure how many calories you need and then again to count them. Plus, is it enjoyable? Like, it's not enjoyable, right? And I'm all about enjoying the food that you eat. The fourth reason why calories don't count is that calorie counts are generally pretty inaccurate. In fact, they estimate that almost all calories on the back of a food label are about 20% off. Um, And every piece of food, again, is different. Just like we have our own unique fingerprint, so does every single piece of food in the supply chain. Um, And and really without weighing a food, you can't really determine that. And, And that's just one more step, right? Like no one wants to weigh their food again. Again, very inaccurate, very unpleasant way to live life. 
So that's reason number four. Reason number five is this lie that a calorie is just a calorie. And I broke this down again in here that a calorie is not just a calorie. It is how your body utilizes that calorie, how it's being metabolized, how it's being transferred in the body. There are so many different ways. So a calorie is not just a calorie, but there's a a huge difference in the quality of the calories. And again, going back to the quantum calorie. And number six, calorie counting just leads you on this bunny trail of thinking that there is a system and a method and an all or nothing approach. When at the end of the day, it's a total life approach, which is comes from nourishing your body. Again, it's not just about the food we eat. It's not just about how much exercise we, we do. It really is this whole life approach of are our relationships healthy? Are we in a financial spot that isn't a burden to us? Are we um, living a really high-paced or stressful life? Are we not seeking enough adventure? Like, is our life semi-miserable? You know, are we down in the dumps? Why are we down in the dumps, you know? So again, you can eat all the right food in the world. You can exercise as much as you want to, but at the end of the day, that is just a small percentage of our overall vibrational frequency. Emotions come into play to make up a lot of it. And in fact, our emotion to the food we eat actually changes how our body interacts with that. Isn't that fascinating? Like, it's not just about the calorie, but when we look at a quantum calorie, we have to take into account our mindset. And when we put those two together, that creates that vibrational frequency or the law of resonance that is so different than just a calorie alone. So it's not just what you eat, but it's how you think about what you're eating. And that's why I'm gonna get into some tips. So again, if you want to know the difference in vibrational frequency of food, that is my tip number one, is to eat higher vibrational foods, right? Like that, that is the goal. It's not about calories. It's not about macronutrients. You know, for the majority of people, that's just a fad. Will it work in the short term? Sure. Long term, it's not sustainable. It's really not looking at us as unique individuals. So Go over to Robin's site. Actually, head over to the show notes at zumperwoodswellness.com slash 060 to download that list of 200 of the top vibrational foods and 45 of the lowest. So the goal is to eat more higher vibrational foods because again, if we want to increase our longevity and our wellness, that means working to increase the vibrational frequency of our body. When we hit those lower frequencies, that's when we see more disease and sickness and illness, cancer, and even death come into the picture. The higher we go actually increases more creativity, more positivity. And when you think about it, like when you look around, have you ever found someone who's like super positive and like life is just really good and even the midst of struggles, they see positivity? I I am not yet one of those people. I am working on it. But you just see like energy radiating out of them. That is when they've really tapped into this magnetic high vibrational frequency of their body and they're living in in health. On the other hand, you see people who are like constantly down in the dumps and life is just kind of happening around them and and everything bad seems to be just like a magnet to it. And I don't want to say I'm not quite to the philosophy that how we live is what we attract. I guess this idea of quantum biology states that. Um, I haven't thought deeply enough about that. But outside of that, I think that there is a lot of basis for our mindset. So tip number one, how to increase your frequencies. One is eat more higher vibrational foods. I can't express this enough. But at the same time, just eating those high vibrational foods in the wrong mindset is gonna do a lot of damage. Tip number two is to have the right mindset right? Have, think positively about your health, about your body. Practice self-love. 
which it's got to be one of the hardest things, right? When we look around, we are probably more damaging and we say more hurtful things to ourselves than we ever would anyone else in the world, right? Like we are constantly talking bad about ourselves. The world of social media definitely doesn't help. But we have to start practicing self-love because again, that is having a health implication in our body based on vibrational frequencies alone, but it is something to take note of right? Like, don't you feel better? The more confident you are, the happier you are, the more loving that you feel. Like, you're generally healthier at that state. And when you get down in the depressed state, I've been there. Like, life seems to be happening around you and everything and everywhere you turn, it's more bad and bad and bad. And you just start seeing more bad. So maybe it's a choice. It is a choice on what we want to perceive and how we want to work ourselves out of this. It's not easy, but it is a choice. So again, one, eat more hydrational foods. Two, practice self-love. That means talking kindly to yourself, doing things for yourself, like filling yourself up. Because remember, the higher the vibrational energy we have, the more energy we have, the more we have to give. And we have to remember that the more creative, the more successful, the more we can do for other people. Which brings us to number three, which really I wanted to put as number one, but eating high vibrational foods was just an easy fix in there. Number one is the spirituality of it. I know that we've been talking a little bit about spirituality, but at the end of the day, there is a basis of having a hope and a faith in something greater than you, like a a bigger existence, you know, like having that hope in Jesus and that faith and really following in that footsteps is probably the highest vibrational frequency that we can get. Like it's the highest energy point that we can get is really following in step into that belief and that hope of something greater, of eternal life. So we have to remember your spiritual needs. You have to remember your spiritual roots and really live for that um, and really develop a basis for that in your life. It's not just like a hit or miss thing. That's not as helpful as making it the foundation. Again, you can go back a couple podcasts and I'll put it in the show notes exactly what that podcast was. But the foundational component of what faith is in our life and how that should be the foundation in which all other things are built off of. Because once we have that, we tend to have more emotional stability and more positive thinking. Without that, we're hopeless. And without that hope, we can fall into the depression and thinking, what hope is there in the world? And so we have to remember that in hope comes gratitude and thanksgiving and that That emotion is our highest frequency emotion that we can feel. So remember your spiritual roots. Number four is to soften your energy to create balance. We have a lot of artificial energy in our world. Think caffeine, right? Like it's really harsh and um, and it can make us go on these highs and these lows and we depend on it. Like that's a really harsh energy. We need to soften that energy and that's how you look at the world around you. Like softening that is comes from gratitude and taking responsibility um, and making that choice, like making the daily choice to live in hope, to live in gratitude um, and t- to get your energy from that. Number four, again, it's kind of the same, but it's taking responsibility for your life. So we kind of live, and I do this all the time, in this chaotic world where life just seems to be happening. And over at the Nurse Planner, we often talk about how if you're not If you're not scheduling time, time has a way of filling itself, right? Like that's a principle of time will fill whatever you don't fill. And so we're really big believers in not just scheduling your life because it's rigid and it's 
and it's what you think you should be doing, but like learning to underschedule your life so that you have more times to get into your spiritual words. You have more times to practice self-love. You have more times to be giving and gracious and to practice gratitude. And really at the end of the day, a great way to increase your vibrational frequency or increase your health is to seek adventure, is to get out and live. Like that is energizing enough. Like think about the last time you really got to do something fun. Like you look forward to it. You anticipated it. You got to live it. And that in itself is extremely healing to the body. So seek adventure. Number six, I I think we're on number six. I'm losing count. Number six is to protect your true self. And this is so hard. And all of these could be podcasts in themselves. But protect your true self. Too often, it's easy to fall into what you think you should be doing or keeping up with the Joneses or trying to be the best curated feed on Instagram or thinking you're worthless because you're none of those and you can't keep up and your life is a mess um, and your kids seem to be chaotic and your house is a mess. And I'm there, right? Like most days I look around and think this is crazy. But here's the deal. Once you start changing your mind from all the things you think you should be doing and really stepping into who you are and what you're good at and what fills you up, it changes things, right? Then life becomes less chaotic and more manageable. I really find that once we accept your true self and accept our uniqueness, this includes how we eat and how we exercise, then we can really start living with purpose and on mission. And then we can also start living in health and enjoy and in excitement. But we have to accept our uniqueness, including like listening to your body, understanding your body, which is so hard. And in fact, at a lower frequency, you really can't hear things. And in fact, they say you can't feel things as well. The higher your frequency goes, the more apt you are to feel things. Otherwise, when you get too low, you know that numb feeling that you get where you just don't feel anything anymore. That's actually a low frequency when we stop feeling things. So the higher frequencies actually taps into your consciousness a little bit more and allows you to feel more. And when you feel more, then you can recognize, okay, this food that I ate wasn't so great for my body or this workout wasn't so great for my body. Maybe today my body needs to rest. Maybe today my body needs to seek adventure. Like you start recognizing and understanding the things that are happening in your life and what needs to be done to fill you up. And when we talk about that, the more you're true to yourself, the actually the more you have to give. And giving, being generous is actually like giving, seems like you're giving away your energy, but in giving things that actually provides more energy. But that makes sense, right? Like the last time you actually did something really nice, like you gave flowers to a friend or you wrote a note for your friend, like even though that took energy and work to do, at the end of the day, wasn't more filling and satisfying than not doing it at all? So giving is actually a great way to increase your frequency as well. Number eight is to get outside. So the highest frequency in all the world is actually the sun. And we know how powerful the sun is. We've heard about it with vitamin D and all these other things, right? The sun is one of the most healing things that actually um, hits our body. So we need to spend time outdoors and we probably spend less time outdoors than we ever have in all society and all generations. So spending at least 20 minutes outside a day in the sunlight Granted, sometimes like we live in the middle of Iowa in the winter, the sun is hard to find, but just getting outside will increase your frequencies. There's that grounding that we've talked about, like um, touching the earth or um, working in the garden, getting involved in the dirt. That, That all is really good because there's a lot of good microbes on that, but also it helps you to change your frequency. So get outside. Number nine is to clear the mental clutter. Step away, put it down. Like I said, 
when we're so overrun with tasks and should do's and have to do lists and um, checklists and schedules, we can really become fatigued in that. And our mind can shut down um, and our 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 energy levels become depleted. Like our mindset alone of racing and running all the time is very depleting. Um, how many times at the end of the day have you just had this crazy chaotic day and you're doing all of this stuff and you really never had time to decompress that at the end of the day, you're just exhausted. I know I get like a little bit of a headache, almost like a migraine and I just, I just need to go to sleep. And I know that sleeping will wear that off. And that's because your body needs time to shut down. It needs time to do nothingness. And I think that's why sleep is so important. And in fact, one of the most important critical things in life is sleep because it's one of our most healing states. But at the same time, I think when we're awake, it's important to sometimes just step away, to step back, to set time to do nothing, which in this day and age, we have our phone with us all the time. So sometimes that means like putting your phone down, putting the work away, turning off the electronics and just having space of nothingness. Nothingness is actually really, really, really therapeutic. And it's a good way to increase your vibrational frequency. And the last one is again, gratitude and thanksgiving. And like I said, the emotional components of this have some of the highest frequencies um, that are healing to our body. And so the more that we can practice gratitude, actually the happier we'll be. And the happiness comes from your body just increasing that frequency and feeling better overall. So when we do all these studies about gratitude actually healing the body, that is the case. And when you think about it, like, haven't you ever heard of someone who had like cancer or um, got paralyzed and they overcame the odds, right? And why did they overcome the odds that were so stacked against them? Almost every situation, it was because they were determined. They put their mind, their mentality, and their emotions in the positive form, and they were determined to get there, right? It all was because of positive thinking. And so positive thinking, we like to brush it aside. We like to brush gratitude off as like this mushy, lovey thing that we think we have to be doing this time of the year. But as soon as we think we have to be doing it, it becomes a negative emotion. So we have to want to do these things and understand that they really are not just mushy, gushy, lovey-dovey things, but that they are really changing our health our, and from that changing our mindset and our joy. And I think that's what we want, right? Don't we want more energy? Don't we want more joy? Like, don't we want to love this life more? And that comes from simple changes, from filling yourself up, increasing your vibrational frequency. And even if we take the word vibrational frequency out of this entire podcast, because you may still be stuck on that word and think this is a really woo-woo. And even, right, Even if we take that all out, even if we go through and take all that out and we just go back to the tips of eating more real foods, of practicing self-love, of remembering your spiritual roots and really having that foundation in Christ, of softening your energy, right? Of taking responsibility, of seeking energy, of getting outside, of appreciating the beauty of life and gratitude and thanksgiving and clearing the mental clutter and giving back more. Aren't all of those things at the end of the day really, really healthy. So you can see that even if you're not sold on this idea of vibrational frequency becoming the next source of life and the next source of healing in our body, just go back to those, those basics. Because at the end, at the root of it all, that is health. And that is nourishing our life. And that is how we're going to live the best life that we can. It's not just in diet and exercise. It's not in counting calories. It's not in counting macronutrients. It's not in pushing your body. It's not in 
the next fad that's going to come out next year, it's not in any of those things. And it's never been proven, right? 100% of all diets fail. Some don't even like to say 100%. We'll say 98% of all diets fail. Why? Because it's unrealistic, it's restrictive, and your body doesn't like it. Like I said all along, we can't beat our body into submission. We have to start working for our body. And even more, we cannot live for health. That's not what we're made for. We are made to live in health. Like that is how we were created and designed. We are made to live for a greater purpose in health, not live for health. And there is a huge change when we start to see that. And obviously, I'm a little worked up and a little excited about this topic. And I hope that you start to see beyond the woo-woo-ness of what vibrational frequency is and what quantum physics is telling us and that the world is made of energy and really just get to the core of it and really just understand that it's not about what we eat and exercise. That is a component, but it's the relationship. It's, it's the foundation. It's the positivity that we have in life. And it's ultimately a choice. So over in the show notes, I'm going to lay out 10 ways to increase your frequency. And I'm going to give you some simple ways that you could put those into practice every day. And I want you to take that, print it off, and really start to create a foundation in health, like to change your mindset about what health is from counting calories and what's the next fad. And even for me, I've had to step away from that stuff and and really see that there's so much more to that. In my own healing journey, there was so much more than what I ate because I was eating really well and I was exercising really well and my health still deteriorated. And I had to get to a place of choosing to want to get better, of choosing positivity, of choosing to nurture relationships and getting rid of toxic relationships of choosing to take responsibility, of practicing self-love, of slowing down, of stepping back and getting away from what the worldly standards of life should be and stepping into my own uniqueness. And from there, you are able to actually live the life that you are here for, live your purpose. So I wanna know from you though, like I wanna know, I want you to go to the show notes, print off that download, it's simplerootswellness.com slash 061. And I wanna know from you, whether you email me or you leave a comment on that on the show notes or you send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, I wanna know, what do you think about this? Like, is it too much still or does it totally make sense? Because if nothing else, I want you to know that it's not just about what we eat and exercise, but it's literally nourishing our life, not just our body, but our life. Um, And that is really where I hope to go with the podcast and help kind of transition like as you think about the new year and hopefully in the podcast coming up that we can think less about resolutions and maybe even less about goals, but really starting to to live with values and intentions. If you want more help with that, that's all about the Nourish Planner this year. Every challenge, every monthly challenge and every weekly challenge inside that daily planner, go over there to see it because it sounds like it's really complex. In fact, it's really simple. All of that is helping you to take a year to really understand your values and live them and live adventurously outside. And we always say like our goal is to help you get out and live. So learn more about that at the Nourish Planner. We're gonna be spending more time here and how you can really change the way that you think and in the end, change the way that your health is because it's all based on this scientifically and the quantum field and relationally, um, spiritually and everything in between. So again, leave me a message, shoot me an email, let me know what you think about this. Coming up in the weeks to come, next week is one of my favorite shows. It's, I should say, it's the Healthy Holiday Gift-Giving Guide podcast of my favorite healthy holiday gifts that you could give for Christmas. And in the weeks coming up after that, we're gonna really be digging into the new year and 
how we can change our philosophies about health going into the new year and really start 2018 on a good foot. Yes, we're starting that in December. I have a lot of interviews lined up as well as some solo shows, so I can't wait to see you back here. And don't forget, head on over to the Nourish Planner to learn more about the 2018 Planner, again, living a values-based life as opposed to resolutions and goals-based, and really, at the end of the day, learning to set goals based on your values because that's what works, and that's how you see results. So head on over to the Nourish Planner to learn more about that. Don't forget to head to the show notes at simplerootswellness.com slash 061 to get all the information on today's show, as well as that download on the 10 ways to increase your frequency and specific ways that you could do that daily in your life. As always, don't forget to rate and review the show before you go and make sure you hit subscribe over on iTunes to get updated as soon as the podcast comes out. Again, thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited you're here. There's a lot of fun things in store, so stay tuned, and I will see you next week for the Healthy Holiday Gift Giving Guide. Have a good week.